What's up, everybody? It's Eddie Sanchez of The Bad Promoter coming at you on a Friday night. The drink of the night is a gin and tonic. Yep, you know it. I'm having a good drink to myself and uh, just getting ready for the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight this Sunday. All right, everybody. So this past week, um, we had uh, Manny Pacquiao versus Jordanis Ugas, and uh, that was a little disappointing, um, I think. Most fans would agree that that was disappointing just to see uh, Manny Pacquiao lose the way he did. Um, he just looked very slow, man. And, uh, you know, he's 42 years old, so it's it's understandable. Um, you're not going to be at the top of your game forever. But, uh, man, I had a lot of hope, of high hope going into this fight. I understand he uh, he has a tendency to deal with cramping in his legs. This is something that's, I don't want to say plagued, but this is something he's dealt with for the better part of, uh, I'd say, the past six to seven years. Um, he's just, his calves are really big, man, and uh, as he gets older, uh, I don't know if his training style is changing or just uh, the amount of times he's actually training. I don't know what the deal is, but more recently than not, he's been dealing with these problems, and uh, I think two years out of the ring, coming back in against a guy who's very disciplined, um, Cuban-style, Grew up and uh, was a former amateur standout. Um, and yeah, he just, he was the better man that night. Um, gave, the fu- gave the fans um, dominating effort. He landed 59% of his punches uh, to Pacquiao, only landing 16. So that was, that was honestly it. I, I would say Manny Pacquiao, um, oh, man, it's tough to say that he's done, but... I'll I'll say this if if he can uh, get his team to sign up a fight against like say an Amir Khan, um, a Kel Brook, um, an Andre Berto, um, Robert Guerrero or Victor Ortiz, the guys who just fought in the undercard, you know guys that they have name value per se, but they're not gonna ch- really challenge him. Um, the Manny Pacquiao can keep fighting and keep you know keep earning a paycheck, keep. Uh, you know, representing his country well, but I don't think that's the type of guy that Manny Pacquiao is. He wants to compete with the best, and um, he wants to fight for championships, and I think that, that's just gone. That's That Manny Pacquiao is done. Um, and I think he's having a little trouble dealing with this. Uh, we just heard um, a couple of days ago he was saying that Ugas was actually uh, one of the easiest opponents of his career. He only fought one style, and... Uh, that if he was, you know, not dealing with the, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but if he was not dealing with the ailments of just, you know, being a little older and dealing with the leg cramps and just his body not doing what he wants it to do, um, he would have easily beat this man. Now, I will say uh, he made a point in terms of, uh, yeah, he fought one style, but <laughs> that one style completely dominated him. So, I mean, why would he change that? Um, but nevertheless, uh, it's just a little sad to see uh, an all-time great like Manny Pacquiao go down like that. Um, it's never fun. I mean, he's class act as it comes, um, hardest worker out there, fought in eight divisions, um, won titles in eight divisions, um, rather. And, um, yeah, just really, just really proved all the doubters wrong time after time again. And, uh. You know, the mark of a true champion, he's lost some fights, he's been knocked out sometimes, but he's always come back strong, and um, 
You know, I think he's just going to maybe get one more fight just for, um, you know, the people of his country. Maybe he'll convince uh, Al Heyman and his crew and everyone on his team to get a fight over in the Philippines and fight in front of his home crowd um, in Manila. But, you know, when that time comes, we'll see. Now, another disappointing um, mark from this fight was the fact that Errol Spence was actually supposed to be in that bout, of course. Um, this is a fight that I was talking about for months, um, leading up to it even being announced. Now, uh, of course, the reason he wasn't able to fight was because of a, a left retinal break. Um, his eye completely damaged. Uh, this is the type of injury that... Uh, you know, took Abner Mares and essentially ended his career a, a few years ago. Um, Abner Mares was on his way out already in terms of, uh, you know, the amount of times he was fighting per year and just the, the hype of, around him was essentially gone just from seeing him lose, losing to Johnny Gonzalez and then later again in his career. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough one for him to come back from, especially when you um, compound that with... Uh, the car crash that he had to recover from uh, the end of 2019. Now, I don't know how many times um, your body can take severe punishment like that. Um, of course, he didn't break any bones in that car crash, but he suffered um, major bruising, lacerations on his face, and was knocked out. And uh, just dealing with this break in his eye, that's that's going to be something that I don't want to say PTSD, but possibly um, it could have brought him back to that to that feeling, and that's something that you know he's gonna have to deal with and work with, uh, you know, on on his own. But that's something that very sad, and um, we hope to we hope to see a full recovery because, of course, everyone will want to see uh, um, Errol Spence Jr. versus uh, Terence Crawford at some point. Now, since Lugas was able to defeat uh, Manny Pacquiao um, and retain his belt, I think that if Spence comes back, I mean, we have to see the Lugas fight, just given the fact that they're both PBC fighters. Um, Al Heyman will have to do some work to uh, lock down Terrence Crawford. But uh, in the meantime, I think we'll see uh, Errol Spence Jr. take him on, you know, not a given by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, Ugas is a fine fighter, and he really, he really proved us, proved himself last week. Um, but we'll see. Um, if he comes back though, and you know, full strength, I think he'll defeat him. So, that I think that's that's the tell of the tape. Is he full strength or is he not? We'll find out at some point. Um, now, the reason uh, it's interesting though is uh, Terrence Crawford. You know, he might not ever get that fight against Errol Spence Jr. Um, and he surely won't get that fight against Manny Pacquiao because Manny Pacquiao is likely going to retire. And if, if he doesn't retire, it's not going to be against Terrence Crawford. Um, it's just not going to happen. So Terrence Crawford might be left on the outside looking in. Maybe join PBC. If something happens where Errol Spence isn't able to fight for whatever reason, then Terrence Crawford will just be the one to fight Ugas, which will be a nice fight, but it will be the fight that everyone wanted to see. Of course, Terrence Crawford could also, uh, you know, move up to 154, um, just really test himself and uh, try to win that title in a fourth weight class to uh, really separate himself and really showcase him as an all-time great. Um, he, of course, he has that talent, and he's displayed that over the years, but, you know, he's he's kind of, uh, in a, to put it nicely, 
not fighting the best opponents at the 147-pound weight division, and um, you know the fans have really let him let him feel that. A fight that we might see is uh, Terence Crawford and uh, Sean Porter. It was it's it was it's been talked about for about two and a half three months now. And uh, the reason they say might see is because you never know in boxing. Um, it's supposed to go to a purse draw. We'll see what happens there. Um, I'm I'm assuming PBC is going to win that, just given the fact that Top Rank and ESPN lost when uh, Tiafima Lopez went to a purse bid and uh, it got picked up by Triller. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. I think PBC is going to do everything they can to secure that fight. Um, and get that on Fox or Showtime pay-per-view because they want to show him uh, how it's done and they want to show him how they'll treat him when he's a free agent at the end of the year. Now, that that would be a really sick fight. Um, I like Sean Porter. Uh, I, th- I, think, uh, I think it would have been better for him to stay active in the meantime, but he, he's, a tough, he's a tough man, and um, he's going to come at him with his head down, throwing some wild punches, getting hit but he won't be afraid to uh keep coming at him so we'll see what happens there um of course once that gets officially signed uh, or rather if that gets officially signed we'll talk further about that but um i think that'll be a really really great fight now uh one thing that would be uh interesting for terrence crawford um if he does end up going to 154 i think Going to PBC is clearly the move. Um, you have Jamel Charlo over there. You have Brian Castano over there. You have both champions. Um, those are fights that if Terrence Crawford took them, fuck. Th- those would be sick fucking fights. Those are some good guys. Uh, both of them, uh, I don't want to say, yeah, both of them have their limitations. Uh, Brian Castano has a uh, propensity to get hit. Of course, he'll come at you tough son of a bitch and he'll he'll just keep on coming um jamel charlo he fights in flurries and oftentimes will find himself uh kind of stuck and sitting on the sidelines of the action and um i think terrence crawford with his superior boxing skill can take advantage of that he might be a little too small for those guys but i think the type of man he is he'd love to challenge himself and i, I would love to see it. i think those would be really really cool fights um one thing that uh, is amazing news for me, um, and of course most boxing fans out there, is uh, Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant signed their deal and they're coming to back to fight on November 6th against each other. Um, whoever wins will be the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world. Um, finally, uh, this was a fight that was originally supposed to happen uh, Mexican Independence Day. was never agreed upon. Um, there was a hiccup in the negotiations about whether... If Caleb Plant were to get hurt or sick due to COVID and miss the bout, then Canel Alvarez would want to keep that same purse and fight a replacement of his choice. This was something that PBC was unwilling to do, but uh, they eventually came to an agreement. I don't know what the official terms are. It's been kind of hush-hush. Um, hasn't been reported on yet specifically. Um, I'm assuming they're not going to mention it unless that scenario does happen where Caleb Plant is unable to step into the ring that night. But, you know, for everyone's sake, I hope he does. Uh, I think that'll be a really good fight. Um, You know, you actually have some guys out there that are saying that Caleb Plant might win that fight. And I understand what they're saying. Uh, You know, he's a typical... uh, 
jab first boxer, uh, very risk averse, um, you know, kind of mixes in a little shoulder roll, doesn't have quite the most speed, but he's a very athletic man and he can move laterally, uh, very well. And, um, you know, he'll look to use those skills against Canelo and try to disrupt him and frustrate him. I think Canelo will win this fight because I think he's the superior boxer. He's much stronger. Um, although he does have a tendency to uh, really sit on his punches and really put as much weight in them, which can, uh, you know, limit the uh, amount of uh, output he has per round. I think Canelo has enough skill and enough talent to get past that and win that fight. Um, also, though, I will say I think the media pushing this narrative of plant skills frustrating Canelo might just be, to, you know, to sell tickets um, or rather sell pay-per-view buys. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to this fight. I think it'll be really cool. And, of course, uh, it'll be really nice to just get that out of the way, assuming he wins, and uh, see where he goes from there. There's a lot of interesting fights out there. Um, a lot of people in the media that are on the anti-Canelo side are saying, uh, you know, he should be fighting guys like Benavidez, you know, the, the biggest super middleweight out there um, in terms of height and length and reach. Um, they're saying he should fight the light heavyweight champions of the world, um, Joe Smith Jr., uh, Dimitri Bivol, uh, Arthur Bedaviv. I mean, these are four fights I would love to see. Um, but, you know, Canelo has a goal, and uh, he's going to get that accomplished, hopefully, on November 6th, and he can go from there. Of course, people are also mentioning Jamal, I mean, uh, rather, Jamal Charlo, uh, Jamal's older, or twin brother. I mentioned him as a potential opponent. That would be a sick fight, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of guys I would love to fight Canelo, and uh, just because... Uh, they're champions, and just because they're high-profile names doesn't mean that they're going to be the next one to step in the ring because, of course, only one man can step in the ring against him. So, of course, there's going to be four, if not many more, or clearly many more people that will be disappointed. Um, but, you know, when the time comes, we'll get there. I think uh, I think if Canelo is able to sell a massive amount of pay-per-views against Caleb Plant, a guy who uh, arguably is, you know, not very popular to... Uh, most boxing fans, and clearly not very popular to, um, you know, the casual fan that's just going to tune into the biggest fights of the year. Um, I think if Canelo is able to score big pay-per-view numbers, he might have big things in store with PBC, um, sign probably a two- to three-fight deal, and then get the Charlos and uh, the Benavidez, and let's see who else is over there. I mean, there's some guys like... Uh, I guess both Charlos, Daniel Jacobs again, if he wants to fight him. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough to say because you know PBC is going to want to push a three, four, five fight deal, which I don't see that happening. Um, I don't think Canelo wants to tie himself to a promoter again, but he'll for sure be like, okay, I'm down for two. Um, and we'll see. It's going to be a tough negotiating tactic because at the end of the day, PBC can make a lot of money with those two fights against those two guys. But in, uh, I don't want to say the most likely scenario, but in a very likely scenario, Canelo could win those two fights and immediately leave PBC and they don't really have anything at those that weight class um, in terms of uh, you know negotiating power, in terms of belts, in terms of you know pushing a star out there that's undefeated. 
They won't have that anymore if Canelo only sticks around for two fights, beats him, and then bounces. Um, speaking of Benavidez, he has a fight coming up against uh, Uzgatue. Um This was pushed due to COVID, which is quite unfortunate. Um, Benavidez can't seem to catch a break. A lot of those um, quote-unquote breaks are, or rather were, self-inflicted in terms of cocaine use and missing weight two times. But... Seeing that his fight was uh, postponed due to COVID is very frustrating. I mean, we were supposed to get that fight tomorrow on the 28th, but, you know, we'll get that fight rescheduled, and uh, it'll be nice to see how he looks. Um, I hope his lungs are are maintained well and he doesn't feel the full effects of COVID uh, just because uh, I want to see him be successful at the end of the day, um, and I want to see... I want to see a fight between him and Canelo at some point. So I, I want to see him, you know, go out there, win that next bout, and then uh, put himself out on the radar. Now, speaking of uh, fights that are happening this weekend, though, we have Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley um, on Sunday. You know, they have a pretty nice undercard. Uh, we're going to see Tommy Fury in the opener. Um, we're going to see Daniel Dubois. We're going to see Ivan Radchek. You know, these are Amanda Serrano. Like, these are... These are high-quality boxers, and the fact that uh, they're going to be on this platform is amazing. Um, it's going to be on Showtime pay-per-view. I'm tuning in. $60. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, now, Jake Paul, this will be a, a nice test for him. I mean, a lot of people are kind of, or I would say a good half of the people are saying that, oh, yeah, Tyron Willie's going to fuck him up just given his size, his brute strength, um, his athleticism, and the other... I would say half are saying Jake Paul's going to win, but they're saying it with uh, tongue-in-cheek, saying, well, Jake Paul has more skill, Tyron Woodley's old, so on and so forth, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, like any other boxer starting their professional career, uh, the man is just trying to slowly build his case up and build his workload up and increase the talent around him. Um, he's taking it very seriously. I think we've seen enough and heard enough from people actually within the industry, not people in his camp, that he's actually taking training very seriously. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to see how much he's improved. He's improved every every one of his three fights, and uh, I think he's going to improve a lot, and he's going to go out there and knock Woodley out. Um, you know, Woodley in the UFC has lost his last four bouts, essentially lost... 20 uh, rounds in a row um, and just look lifeless, to be honest. So, I mean, we saw earlier today that uh, there was a little sparklet under him. Uh, someone in Jake Paul's camp was talking shit to his mom and Tyron Woodley went the fuck off. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, like that type of stuff, uh, take it with a grain of salt. It's just to sell tickets. It's just to sell pay-per-view buys. It's just to spark interest. But, you know, it works. Um, I'm down. I want to see that fight. I mean, I was already down, but I'm more down. Um, and if you're on the fence, why? Just tune in and watch it. Um, this type of stuff is really good for boxing. I think people, um, you know, have the opportunity, like the Ivan Radtrecks, the Amanda Serranos, the Tommy Furies, Daniel Dubois. Those people of the world are going to be on this high-profile card, get some eyes that normally wouldn't see them um, because they wouldn't be fighting... Uh, you know, the most popular fights in the world, and uh, they're going to become more namesake. Now, Tommy Fury, he in his own right has his own popularity, and I'm, I'm looking forward to his fight as well. Um, 
you know, he's he's fought some uh, really low-level competition. Um, I think the winning percentage of his opponents is, like, a combined, like, 20%. If that, it might be closer to 14 Um but, you know, like I was saying earlier, these guys are just building up their workload, building up the talent levels that they're fighting, and they're going to go out there and prove who they are within the ring, and they're going to do it at their own pace. Um, and when they have uh, a natural fan base, Jake Paul coming from his YouTube uh, days and Vine, and Tommy Fury coming from Love Island and being uh, the younger half-brother of Tyson Fury, they don't, it sucks to say, but they don't have to necessarily work as hard in terms of taking those risks. They can take more calculated risk, and uh, they can take their time with their development. Um, and we're going to see that displayed on Sunday. Yeah, man, there's a lot of good stuff going on in boxing. Um, you know, there's been some fights that have canceled, and, uh, you know, there's been some disappointments, some fights that people were looking uh, forward to uh, just didn't really live up to the hype. Um but there's still a lot to be grateful for. And, uh, yeah, we got some good stuff coming up in the next few months, and we'll have some clarity on David Benavidez, Canelo Alvarez, and uh, everyone at the 147-pound division. We'll be able to see uh, where their heads are at by the end of this year. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. As always, keep up with us on thebadpromoter.com and check us out on our socials at thebadpromoter on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get it.